And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What to do, do? Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. My name is Ayolaki Lichi, and with me, I've got... Jidechichi Asia over here. Hello and welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Yes, Ayola, what are we doing today? Mm, today, 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 we're going to no, talk let's start about... With, how was your yesterday, Sean? It was... Let, let, me, let me be a good person today. How? Because I am always a good person That's on the show. You, never, you, just, person. you just start off the show by saying we have on the podcast and then you don't even care to ask how I am. Mm. You don't know if I'm going through um, some... Yeah, mind you, fun. of course, you're going through some things. Let's so not I don't need to ask. Let's not do this, please. You see, well, just how are you, man? How are you? Man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, good. So you asked what we're going to do today. Today we're going to talk about um, Ronald Koeman. We're going to talk about... Uh, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, mm, Bayern Munich, incredible cup results. Uh, also Juventus. That's not a cup, but big dent on their whatever hopes that they had. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm happy it happened too. I mean, we'll, we'll find I, out I, why. I'm not just happy. I'm in the process of getting happy, so I want mm. more of it to happen. Wow. But we'll get we'll, to that. We'll later. find out why you hate Juventus so much. Yeah, we'll get and to that we'll later. also talk about um, some women's football in terms of the African Women's Cup of Nations qualifiers and the European World Cup qualifiers. So first of all, why do you hate Juventus? Hmm. UV are owing me. Should I even call the money on this podcast? <laughs> Should I call the money? You are owing me. They are owing me eighteen thousand naira. They didn't send you to bed now. They are owing me eighteen thousand naira. I I I mean, from two weeks ago. In case you don't know the particular game I'm talking about, Juve and Roma from two weeks ago. Yes, you you would be wondering right now why. Um, I mean, they even the won the game. Is not extended towards <laughs> Roma. It's because Juve didn't allow Roma score. I mean, Roma was going to score a goal, but UV were defending like their lives depended on it. But their lives and did depend on it. And my money depended on it. And they are defending like, so since then, I just, they are they are very stupid. Let them be losing all their games. I don't care wow. what happened to them. So they lost to a last minute goal. How painful must that have been? I mean, you probably enjoyed that more than, more than like, UV hated it's it. It's so fun. It's so <laughs> I want to see UV on a string of defeats right now. Maybe let's start talking about Allegri and his job being on the line wow. and having a three-match ultimatum. That's so That's unfair. what I'm interested Just in right now. Just because of one bad bet. Ayola, eh? are you going to give me 18k right now? Of course not. If you, give me, if you, you. give me 18k, then fine. If you're not going to give me a tinky, better leave this podcast now. Okay, if you're or a Juventus fan, if you're a UV fan, please come through for your club so that you GT can stop swearing for them in the midnight and they can finally win some games. Hey there! BG Gems are now Gecko Coins. Same value for the same activity. Get active on ballgecko.com start racking up your Gecko Coins. Um, you spoke about Hoping that Allegri gets an ultimatum. I mean, Coman got one. He couldn't deliver on it. Ooh. And it's been, should I say, inevitable. 
Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was long coming. Like mm. it was bound to happen at some point, if not this. I really point, don't think there was, was, was anything any that he could do that the club there could do to avoid it. There was literally nothing. And I think um, the, the only reason he stayed up to the final days was because he wanted to see if he could change things. Mm. And sadly for him, um, times like this, when you stay too long, you stay too long to see your downfall, and that's just what happened. Uh, to him, he felt he could remedy the situation and it wasn't looking any good for Barcelona. They came back from the international break, back-to-back wins and it was looking like they were going to actually get something out of it. But uh, a classical happened and then this. And of course, you expect that Barcelona fans like yourself who are mm. never, ever impatient, who are never, ever patient, very impatient patient. set of human beings. I'm a patient um, are you God, what are you, why are you tainting wanted? my market on the podcast? I'm not tainting your market. It is what it is. I'm I, I mean, what do you mean? The, the fact that Kuman is out mm. does not mean um, I'm expecting anything different to happen. The next person that is going to come into Barcelona is going to suffer. Will as most well. likely suffer the same thing Kuman is suffering. I mean, since Gadula, it's been a change of managers that uh, who that you guys never gave chances. You guys I never. Mean, okay, it was always not, a case of they were comparing everybody to that period to the Guardiola period and it's crazy allow people I mean Coman is not a bad manager we've seen this man do things with other teams and um, it's sad the way things went down for him really I feel bad for him as much as um, I didn't want to see Barcelona win (laughs) you know that kind of thing I actually do feel bad for Coman because I know he's a he's a respected manager in Europe and somehow things should have been different but it wasn't and well, it's even sadder that he's out now maybe the new person will come with energy to win but if you match I rebuke it in Jesus name so who do you think the new person should be or would be uh, some candidates Javi is the, uh, is the likeliest candidate the strongest candidate well every time we hear about Javi and most times it just doesn't come true maybe Javi just being wary of what we just I mean, if you if you look now, at if you look at the impatience, um, the pressure, the you look at what Javi is going to have to work with. Is it something that a top manager? No, Barcelona has a good squad. Mm. I would I've said this countless times. This is a squad for the future. Yeah, that's the thing. But the problem there, is no, you don't no treat time the squad for the, for the future like a squad for now. There's no that time for that. That's the problem. When you, I am you, talking about when you're coaching at Barcelona, there's hardly time for the future. That is the problem. Mm. Understand that this is not the time to win trophies. Build a squad that could get you things in three years to four years from now. And you, until you, until Barcelona fans understand this, it's it's the same thing. And that's why I think bringing the best manager today, it's the same thing that is going to happen. It's not like Barcelona can buy new players now. It's not like you can bring in the best of the best um, to make up for whatever you're missing in the team. You have to work with what you have right now. The players you have, the young guys from the La Masia, is the only, it's your best bet. They can't give you what you want right now. It's actually wrong and very unfair on any manager to put the kind of pressure that you put on the team if you have the best players in the team. It's a wrong thing to do. Barcelona finishing ninth this season. To be honest, it's not a bad thing on the condition that two years from now they are top of the table. Three years from now well, they are I at the top even, of the even table. Despite the lags in the squad, I think they deserve a better finish than ninth. See whether 
better finish. I mean, than the, the team, the not. team in terms of what names, should players. matter. No, what should matter mm. right now is that the team is playing a cohesive football. Until we didn't they, really they see that re- under Coman either. Well, we didn't really see. I I don't know. I feel at some point it's. I don't know what it was for Coman and Barcelona. Um, and you, you remember some weeks back when I talked about how Coma was sticking to um, the Barcelona game that you disagreed with that. And for from my own perspective, I think Coman just tried to please the fans, tried to please Barcelona, and it somehow was not working for him. That pressure does a lot to a manager. The next person who is going... It's just like the way you are sounding now. A typical Barcelona fan. What a typical, I was having a conversation with someone, um, a friend, last night. And I was telling him, remember when I told you that you guys are not going... It's this... The way you are sounding now is the same way he was sounding to me. You want to win now. You no, of course not. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you should win now. I'm saying the squad that they have right now might not be able to uh, win trophies. But they can do better than ninth. That's that's we can do better fact. than nine. Fine. They In manage. terms of the people who are on the pitch, the, the names is, that they have, summary they can of, do much summary better of whatever than I'm saying. Summary of whatever I'm saying is don't expect so much now because so, these guys are still getting. I mean, this is like the first full season. Many of these guys are playing with themselves. Some mm-hmm. of them joined the first team this year. Some joined the first team last year when Messi was still in the squad. Some um some main new players, some well. big names in the squad left last year. Some new signing. So. A lot of changes going on here and there. A lot of changes happening in the front, at the defense, at the midfield. You want to give this thing time. If you don't give it time, you can't get results. And it's as simple as that. So, yeah. So, you've heard you add time to your soup, to your stews, and a bit of curry as well. Otherwise, you'll not get the best results. And, be, and, be, and let the curry be drawing. <laughs> so, uh, you're getting draws and Barcelona is going like 13. Yeah. See, that I've said it before that you're just an <laughs> evil person that wants bad for the club. <laughs> Anyways, um, Bayern Munich. Let's go to the shock um, cup exit for Bayern Munich and Mass. The first Bayern Munich 5 0. And the surprising thing is when you look at the lineup sheets, I was expecting to see okay, maybe a few people didn't start, but everybody was there. Who squad? Manuel Neuer, Robert Lewandowski, Gnabry. I wish I wish Ayala, they wanted, he, he wanted to kill me yesterday, Mayowa. Mayowa, if you're listening to this, um, it's fine. I, I understand. I forgive you, man. I forgive you. But <laughs> but the fact remains, many of the things I said on the podcast yesterday did not change. Word, word, word. When big sides meet themselves, the likelihood of this kind of scoreline is there. It mm. is there. With United, we had a, we had factors um, leading, up to l- it. leading up to it. And that's why it looked like it was so bad. Against a Bayern, you can't see what really went wrong. It's just it a just classic happened. case of the better side did better than the other big side. And it happened. One side took all their it chances, happened. So the other side did at not. At least with this, people can get to see that, yes, it's not like my use own was so bad. It's just that there are also factors um, that accompanies that one. The fact that it's not in the difference, the difference with, uh, and that's where you're going to see the difference. The difference with Bayern right now and Man United is Bayern can comfortably bounce back and give their next opponent 5 0. And when I'm talking about next opponent, I'm not talking about a small side. Their next they can big comfortably opponent. bounce back and give their next big opponent 5 0. Probably in the Champions League. 
But United right now cannot do that. And that's where you see the difference in the teams. But to say United is suffering this because United is, United is not a good side. No, that squad is good. It's good enough. And brings me back to the Bayern's game. Very wonderful squad yesterday. And it's happened. There are days like this. We all should understand there are days like this. It's not by winning 7-0. On a day, you could lose 7-0 on your own. <laughs> but I mean, it, it then depends on um, how many days like this you start to have. And that's why, that's that's where we now look at the factors mm. you get. That There's a reason people are not really talking about the Bayern's game. I mean, as prob- much people as probably talk about it today, tomorrow, yeah, by Friday, by, by the next time. they'll forget about it. When Nobody's giving the manager... Um, a, three game ultimatum. Yeah. By the time by the time Bayern beats someone at the weekend, six nil, everybody seven, forgets, everybody about, forgets it. about it. So the main thing is getting your side not to do this type of thing. It happening is the normal thing. It's normal to lose in football, mm. and it's also yes, you might say a bit abnormal to lose scandalously if you're a big side. But if it you're meeting a, a better big side, it's a normal thing too. So, but the problem is. How can you prevent yourself from falling to things like this on a regular? And that's where United are having a problem. Monique are not having this problem. We are most likely going to be seeing... In fact, I think I saw I saw on social media yesterday somebody was saying he pities for the next side by Ireland because they are going it's going to be a transfer of aggression. They're going to score aggression. the five and then they are going exactly. to score some more on top it's of it. It's going to be a transfer of aggression. So um the Bayern's game is just one of those things. Interesting, wonderful football um that we get to see once in a while and Bayern are going to bounce back. That's just a summary. All right, uh, Man City also lost to West Ham. The first I was time. so happy. I was so happy. The first happy time they're losing in the Carabao Cup I was since so happy. Like, 2016. Is he your, now your papa make him? Is it like, wait. But you never really expected that they would lose at a later round of the of the cup, not at the first round they that met, they're playing. They met, the second round, they rather. Met, uh, they met a decent side, mm. or say a big side now. Mm. Let me consider the big side, small side conversation. <laughs> they met a big side. I mean, West Ham, okay. Yeah, well, West Ham still knocked out United, and they are above them on the league table. So, and all of that. So it's not like yeah, these are pushovers you met mm. in the cup, and again, it was bound to happen. You can't, you can't win, you it can't forever. win it forever. One day you'd have to get knocked out, and the one day was yesterday. And so yeah, that's it. So happy, without, the, without I'm this. happy. I mean, Gadola was beginning to act like. It was they made the cup for him, and I don't understand. So without this cup, do you think City are going to go trophyless? Because first of all, the... I am happy there's no talk of the quadruple mm, this year. The ended is very early. I, like that one has been in the in the mud in the no. This one was thrown in the bean, and then the bean was thrown in the mud. <laughs> you get. So I'm very happy that there's no talk of the quadruple this year, and then um, City can focus on other things. And I'm mm. very, I'm. So Hoping so much that it's not the Premier League they get. Neither do they get the Champions League. So yeah, or maybe the they FA could Cup. manage the FA Cup. I'm fine with but that. But do you think it's um, a bit a bit sad for the fringe players of Manchester City because this and the FA Cup maybe the earlier the chance of the FA Cup, to play yeah a chance to games. show yourself and play well, games. Well, well, um, even Palma. if anything, Pep is a relay master and. Um, he would still rotate his squad. So, I think it's not much of a problem. Some of those players would get chances to play. The only problem is if they are not where they want to be in the Premier League, then it might actually be a problem for them. Exactly. Uh, because Pep would now be taking the games more seriously than he usually would. 
And uh, maybe that let's give them the FA Cup so that the players can at least still be seen some game time. Playing. So, but yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So quickly, we last week Thursday we spoke about the African Women's Cup of Nations qualifiers. Um, we talked about Nigeria's chances of making it through. We talked about the many wallopings that we saw, and um, the second legs were played, of course, over the weekend, and much of the same things continued. So Ivory Coast, they won the first leg nine nil. Walloping their own, our own ended one zero against and, us. And you know we spoke know, about I, it last week. I, that, I, I um, saw that I saw that score line, mm. and the first thing that came out of my mouth was yeah. <laughs> like you know when you are stunned because not that you didn't think Ghana was good, but because it simply meant one more goal and we would have been fighting. To qualify, yeah, which is what Ghana. I said, like, which is what I said last week. Um, that would the 2 0 be enough? I mean, eventually it was enough, but, but our hearts mm, were still in our mouths because mm. went to Ghana, lost 1 0, could have been worse, but thank God it wasn't. Thank God, is thank God, thank, thank you, Master Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Master. Uh, how did that? How did that skit? Uh, how did they do that? Thing? Wow, Master Jesus, oh, Master Jesus, thank you. Thank you. I can't remember the skip the game. I'm just thank you. Please forgive. But we still have co- um, Ivory Coast. I mean, exactly. Uh, our reward like, for our reward for winning you know, Ghana. Now I'm thinking about it. You mentioned it some time back, and now I'm thinking about it. It's looking like mm, this qualifying format just is dangerous, no sense. right? Makes it's very dangerous. Makes no sense for the big sides because. Yes, it gives smaller sides um, an opportunity to qualify. But when you're talking about women's football here. The truth is that you need, as, as a continent, you need your best teams at the world stage. To showcase themselves. And uh, it, it, if it was men's football, maybe I would have excused this. Obviously, I'm not going to I'm, I'm not saying I would have. I would excuse it because in terms of men's football, small sides can sometimes match with big sides. But it's not something we get to see so much in women's football. So mm. as a continent, I would expect that. I would have expected that. You create an avenue whereby the big teams can also have as much opportunity as the small team have. The truth is that the big team, the big sides are disadvantaged right now. Because um, in now Nigeria meeting a Ghana, these are the two first, big sides in the first, in the first qualifier, round, and, and then in the second qualifier they're meeting, meeting Ivory Coast. A, so one of these three teams, Ghana is already out. Mm. One of these two sides would most likely not be going to the women's Afcon. And how many big sides are you having left? And uh, just imagine a small side. We could be does a fairy tale run. And, ah, no, I'm looking at it at the world stage. Yes, it might seem good now, but at the world stage, uh, it's not. Going, I don't think it's, it's even. I don't, think it's even so I don't think it even looks good now. If I'm being honest, because um, what we're going to have is an a, a women's have women's have con most likely not interesting. Exactly. And we could see hmm. teams like maybe Kenya, you, one of Kenya or Uganda is going to be there. One of Burundi or Djibouti is going to be there. And I mean, who wants to watch Burundi or Djibouti? One of Zimbabwe or Botswana is going to be there. We're talking about men again. Like, and we have not finished watching Nigeria and Zambia or Nigeria and South Africa. It's, I wouldn't even see. watch Kenya and Uganda oh. on a normal day in men's football in the first nah, place. This, this, the, the new form, I think it was after after the Ghana's game. Mm. It, it dawned it on It really me dawned on you. Nah, this format is not going not to making work. any sense at all. It's just and the problem is now we're going to also see um, South Africa 
is most likely going to take on Algeria as well. And one of them to is not going size. to one of them is like, not going to be at the gonna, African Women's Cup you know, of Nations. Uh, sometimes you actually do wonder if they um, if they grow weed in Cairo, <laughs> you know. Uh in case you don't know why Cairo is said Cairo Cairo is the headquarters <laughs> of um Confederation of African Football <laughs> CAF. That's where their headquarters is situated. And you want to wonder if those um those deserts in Cairo is actually fertile enough for green for marijuana. Weed, for marijuana. Because sometimes when CAF comes up with decisions, you wonder why can't they think like uh um, regular human beings? Like the European body would or like uh Regular human beings. Regular, re, no, no, actually human beings that are in calf, but okay. are they regular? Are they re- exactly, they, are they regular? No, the, the, the problem is they are regular human beings, but you know when um you get to the door of the office and that um the doorman opens the door and say good morning, and then you enter and they close the door, it's not like something, something else something comes your life. I don't know what, what really it goes makes, down it makes in no Cairo. Sense. It makes no sense. Really. We're having South Africa taking on um Algeria, but you're having Guinea Bissau taking on Burkina Faso, hmm. and one of them is going to what? make uh, the African Women Cup of Nations. I really don't know. I really don't know. We could also have Tunisia against Equatorial Guinea, and another pairing of strong reason, sides. I would love to have Algeria qualify so that Patrick Mosepe and uh, Woods, when he paints him very well, he remember that his South African side uh, is not is not in that competition. I mean, South Africa one of the big sides. So well, I don't I, I don't see it. Dr. Happening. Patrick said he, he needs to. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening because South Africa, even though Algeria are an up and coming side, they're very. Imagine good. Nigeria was not going to qualify. Somebody like Pini could not. He would he would speak up. He's quite a vocal person. So expect him to speak up. So I don't know why. I, I I don't know what brought about this. Really, it's it's crazy. Um, at this point, I'm just watching Afcon. Of, in fact, Nigeria is going to win it so easily this time around because mm. before you have the bigger sides in the competition and Nigeria, the Super Falcons were winning it. I mean, what's going to happen now when you have um, small sides like Kenya, like Djibouti qualifying after their final round of games and Nigeria. Is and meeting. then when they now eventually ah, it's going get to be to... the easiest AFCON we've ever won. That's if we can get past Ivory Coast. They won 20 nil on aggregate in the last round against Niger. Mm. 20 nil. That's something. 9 nil away and 11 nil at home. That's something we cannot ignore. But obviously, we know they cannot play, play us 20 nil. Maybe four. <laughs> Or three, because <laughs> well, I mean, if for a side to be that good to score that many goals, they, there has to be something about them. Huh. Actually, uh, I've not been so confident with the current super falcons. Mm. I don't know what happened between. I think it's the COVID, the COVID um, period b- period that changed the format. Like it looked like the team were not that. All fierce attacking side again that we used to, they, see that we used to know them for. Uh, they were just a side who played as the game went, and if it was, if they could score a goal or two, then they get the win. If not, they concede, and it just didn't feel like Super Falcons anymore. And that's why before the Ghana's game, I was worried. I think we were both worried, yeah, we're both worried. that we uh, it was if, just 2-0. just 0. Two nil, we would need and more. Imagine 2-0 and you're scared that Super Falcons will not score. More. And, and, and really, really, they didn't score. So against an Ivory Coast, it's it's actually a dicey one. I do expect us to qualify comfortably. Mm. Um, but then again, it's a dicey one. We can't write off this Cote d'Ivoire side. Um, 
yeah, we definitely cannot write them off because anything could happen. But God help us. Let it not happen in Lagos or Abidjan at all. At all. <laughs> all right, so um, the African Women's Cup of Nations is going to serve as, like as usual, it's going to serve as the um, qualifier for the World, World Cup, for the Cup, 2023 yeah. World Cup for African Nations. 2023, actually. Yeah, 2023 World Cup, that's what I said. Okay. 2022 African Women's Cup of Nations and 2023 World Cup. And for the 2023 World Cup in Europe... Guys, I'm collecting offering now. I want to go to Australia for the World Cup. Australia and New Zealand. I'm collecting Why offering. Collecting I just offering? had to put that there. Yeah. Okay. Collecting offering for my flight fare, my visa, my hotel, accommod- my mm. accommodation. Accreditation as well. And my feeding. So just anyone that you feel Is you accreditation can help free, me. F- free? Accreditation. Uh, I don't... I, oh, you're going as a fan? Anywhere I go, if if the offering did not reach to register him to this thing, to go as... As a journalist, I'll go as a, I'll, I'll even go as a ball boy. Let me just go. The thing is, we don't know if we, if we would come back again. Shall we? If wow. We we'll choose between New Zealand and 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 Australia. Oh, yeah, you can call your account number and also they send your free so, team. <laughs> just if you need my account number, um, send us a message at Borgeco. <laughs> they should send us a message at Borgeco. Yes. Not that um, they should direct, tag you on the direct it to Jidechi. Not that they should tag you on the on the on the or website. Or better still, you could reach out to me at Jidechi at gecko5.com or you could check um check out for Jidechi underscore on borgeco.com. Um just send me a message and ask for my account number. I'll send it to you. Trust me. Trust me. I, I really need to be at um, New Zealand and because it's looking like I can't go to Qatar again. Why? We owe you of little faith. No, no, I don't know it's why you're not. Doing like this. I'm not having little faith. It's just that the offering money is not plenty yet. How do you know? You've not even. I, I, just mm. wait. Okay, I'm just putting it I out there. Of... Qatar and New Zealand, Australia, 2023. I'm open for the two World Cups. So yeah, okay, let's continue. So, um, the people who are actually going to Qatar, or oh, sorry, who are actually wow. actually going to Australia, wow. rather. Wow. <laughs> wow, we're <well> done. <laughs> Hello everybody, what's going on? It's your boy Shia Wulor, aka Sukri Papito, and you're listening to the Bulk Gecko Podcast. Enjoy. From the European women's qualifiers for the World Cup, um not too different from what we saw in Africa. A lot of mauling, 7-1, uh 10-0, things like that. Is it is it just the way it is for the women's game, or is this a thing of just the way we see in the European men's I've said qualifiers? This before. No, no. Even in the men's qualifiers, it's mm. not this high. No, it is though. You know, we still saw seven, eight. That is like one. No, eight. it was. It was, and funnily enough, it was some of the same countries: Faroe Islands. Uh, yeah, Faroe Islands lost to Hungary seven one. It's not something that is completely unexpected. Again, Cyprus, Belarus, then again, Latvia. You could have that Faroe, Faroe Island can win, can lose that much. Mm. Like say one in three or four or five games. I think it's more like three in four games because it's the truth. They, well, these Faroe, are these are Faroe Island yeah. is just one. I'm Cyprus, talking about teams of that caliber. Those are the it's teams not, of the caliber. No, no. It's not much. It's not much when we come to men games. It's not that much. Some of them that even lose scandalously, they don't do it all the time. It just happens once in a while. I think a lot but of them, a lot of them lose lose scandalously. Not every time. Most times. Not every time. Just <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> it's definitely not every time. Uh, but for the women's game, sadly, it's almost every time. 
and um, it just shows you the disparity in caliber of teams between uh, the top teams and the, the, top teams bottom, and teams. the bottom teams, the little sides and the big sides in women's football. So mm. many times, some of these results, in fact, these results don't they don't come as surprises again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they are things that we just expect to happen. I mean, seeing um, score lines of that magnitude, it's not. It's not news, I would say. It's something pretty much expected to happen. Yeah. All right. So, um, currently topping the group, I think. Currently, currently topping the groups, uh, some of the usual contenders, people like Germany, France, England, have scored thirty-two goals in four matches, and they top their usual, group. Usual suspects. Norway as well. Usual, Netherlands, usual Spain. And Sweden, nothing the new. Olympic champions, nothing new. I think um, when we start talking about women's football really growing, mm. um, it's not like it's bad the level it is, but somehow it's not so good. Um, it's just like Nigeria too in Africa where we dominate, dominated, and where past we, tense. we are still the queens of Africa. Is this sure for us? Like no, for now till we play at the women's Afcon. If we, we play at the women's Afcon. <laughs> If we play, wow, it's, wow, this is this is really bad. Men are no beaters, so because it's, if good about beaters, ah, hey, wouldn't it be a disgrace if we, we, oh, we can't even we can't even cra- defend we, our we title? Talk. When last did we not qualify for the women? Never. Like, we we've never done that, and it's this is like the ah, almost, hmm. it's well. Um, what was I saying when we qualify for the US? <laughs> and and, expect um, that we dominate again. Expect that we dominate again. And in Europe, it's almost the same thing. These mm. are teams that you, if you check the FIFA rankings, these are sites you find the top ten in in the, the world, world, really. And uh, apart from maybe Switzerland, okay, yeah, maybe and, aside um, Switzerland, that's yeah. pretty much a new name. And uh, it's 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 really not much of a surprise. But I think eventually, when they do when right they do now. play Italy, who are the usual suspects in their group, they probably wouldn't be topping the group anymore. Mm, well, let's see how it goes. Italian football for the women is on the rise. Yeah, too, we saw them at the World so Cup. Their uh, club the sides are doing well are doing right now okay. in Champions League. Okay, okay, They're doing okay, let's okay. Leave that okay. Uh, they are doing okay in the Champions League, unlike what they used to before. Exactly. So, um yeah it's 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 very possible that italy could just join that name and surprise some of these big ladies and yeah it it, it's not like we have so many teams to talk about there it's more the regular names we always talk about when you go to north america um, it's the same thing when you go to asia the same in europe we've seen in previous years some of the best teams have been teams like even the netherlands when they came up they just they were more, more of a surprise than anything else we were used to Germany being the ones to run things, Sweden being the ones to do well. That's why that's why we are seeing things like women's for boys. It's it we say a developing now, mm. expanding. Because it's I'm, not I'm, lo- the I'm looking regular. at I'm looking at England and I'm thinking this is a team that can go toe to toe with Germany and it's not something we could have said ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the same thing everywhere. Um as much as we are saying women's football is not much um, up to there like the men's game. 
doesn't mean it's where it was before. It's moving forward gradually. In Africa before, we don't talk about Nigeria and other teams. Now we if are we're talking facing, a, if we're facing Now we are talking about people we are literally scared of. If we're facing Ivory Coast 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we, we, we are talk, nothing. Nobody talks about Equatorial Guinea. Exactly. South Africa was not a challenge for us. But now these are teams you can see can stand toe to toe with the um, Super Falcons. And it's the same thing in Europe. It's the same thing in North America where it looks like Canada is trying to now start giving US a run, for, run their for their money. money as well, yeah? In Asia before, you're talking about just Japan and North Korea. China, and China as well. But now South Korea is on the rise. You get to see a Thailand who made it to the World Cup the other time. And they, yeah, yeah. And they are also... Even though what eventually happened... Yeah, even though what eventually happened... We'll not speak about it. <laughs> But then again, you are seeing things like that and you understand that, yes, even though the women's game is not really there, it's not where it used to be before. Mm. So it's pretty so much hope. expected to see new teams um, spring up surprises, pretty much expected to see um, underdogs um, join the big names and be there for quite a while. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's been great having Jidechi here, of course, as usual. It's been great having Ayola here with Aww. me. That's yeah, so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> if you want us, if you would like to comment on anything we've said on the podcast, you can always reach us on the Borgeco website. That's www.borgeco.com. You could also message us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, anywhere, any social media network. We are there. And also... I think this is the first time we're talking about this on the show. Get ready for the Gecko Plus app. You're going to love it. That was Bo Gecko Podcast. For more content, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Bo Gecko. Also check out our website at www.bogecko.com.